Hello and welcome to Between the Likes. I'm Amanda Lauren. If you like this show, please, please, please do me a solid and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on Spotify or another platform, it is available on Apple Podcasts, which is generally the most popular podcast platform. So I just wanted to put that out there because it took a while for this show to get on the, to get on Apple Podcasts. Um, anyway, I thought that I would sort of crowdsource some questions as well. What kind of decor questions do you have? What do you want answered? Is there anything you're dying to know? Um, DM me at It's Amanda Lauren on Instagram. Follow me as well if you have any questions or any show ideas. But I wanted to quickly get started on today's show with something everyone is dealing with, which is home offices. Now, I know we're like seven months or seven years or 7,000 years. Anyone else fed up with this already? I know I am. Um, Into COVID already. And look, I don't know what is going to happen. No one really does, but we're probably going to be working at home for a lot longer than we probably anticipated. And I also have a feeling that a lot of offices where people don't have to come in you know, maybe they'll reopen and there'll be like an A team and a B team, but the days of going in nine to five or eight to six or 10 to eight, those days I feel like are gone for a while and our homes and our offices are going to be one for, for, you know, God knows how long. <laughs> not, not fed up at all. Um, but the joke is I've actually been working for from home for years. So I think I'm just at the end of my robe today. So I thought I would do something positive with energy and get on the mic and just talk about what's going on because a bunch of people have asked me and I've written articles about it, you know, what to do about home offices. So let me just say this. Let let me just tell you a little story. Once upon a time, I lived on the top floor of a building in Los Angeles that I loved. I had 20-foot ceilings and a spiral staircase that led up to a loft, which was entirely my office. It was like the ultimate she shed, but not actually a shed and not outside and not separate from where I lived at all. So really nothing like a she shed. Um, But I had a view of the Hollywood sign and it was just so sunny um, that my husband and I decided to make the mistake of trying to save money and moved out of our building. Yeah, that never works out. So we moved to this other building that was newer um, and it was... Actually, it really wasn't much cheaper, but I can't even get into that. Sometimes landlords, it's really funny in Los Angeles, they do these weird things where they'll charge you like $80 a month for garbage pickup and not tell you that in your lease. Um, So it's a little bit, it's a little bit weird here. And it was a very big landlord. I actually can't get into why. Well, let me just tell you about the apartment. So... I had enough space where I had my home office in the living room and it was totally, it was totally fine. You know, the building was like five years old. It had really fancy appliances like a Fisher and PayCal fridge that would chill your rosé in the freezer in like seven minutes. But it kind of turned out that uh, I would really need that rosé to live there. Um, You know, my husband and I grew up We were both in New York City, and I grew up in an apartment that was considered pretty big for New York. It was about 2,000 square feet, but I feel like that's small compared to the rest of America. And the both of us were definitely used to living in less space than I think 
people who live in Indiana or Minnesota or, you know, outside of major cities in the suburbs. Um, and I, like I said, I've always worked from home. I'm a writer and I'm a creator. So, but I was never home 24 hours a day. Um, you know, part of living in Los Angeles and doing what I do is that I got invited to a lot of events. I mean, even more stuff than I could ever attend. There were sometimes two or three a day. Now, I'm not saying this to brag. I'm just saying when you're not home all of the time, you don't realize how important space is or how small your home is. And again, I know I say this from a place of privilege, but it's still, I mean, listen, everyone is suffering. So before the pandemic, we were in this apartment and I slipped and fell in the hallway on a wet floor, no sign. And to make a very long story short, I had to retain an attorney. I'm literally not allowed to speak about what happened next. But the day after that, um, the ceiling opened up, five-year-old building, just want to remind you, and started to leak water. So at that point, I'm like, we got to move again. This is this is insane. Um, that and there was mold. I mean, I can't wait. I actually can't wait to share in an episode exactly what, what happened when, I, when I'm allowed to because just what landlords get away with is so insane to me, um, especially when you're living in a luxury building. It's a joke. Um, but anyway, we decided to move back into the old building we should have never moved out of. Um, and we ended up just taking what we could get, which was a one bedroom on the first floor. Um, and again, if there were not two people home 23 and a half hours a day during a pandemic, the space would be totally fine. So let me tell you about my home office. If you've ever wondered why it's not on Instagram, it's because it's jammed in my tiny bedroom in a corner next to my king size bed. My desk is way too big for the space. Um, I have a four foot tall vanity girl mirror on top of it, which takes up like two thirds of the desk. Um, if that sounds familiar, it's because Kim Kardashian had one on keeping up with the Kardashians circa 2011. It is great for Instagram lives. It's great for, there are like 18 bulbs on it. I mean, it's great for putting on makeup. I love this thing, but it's also just like, it's just so big. It's like having another piece of furniture. Um, and my desk is just not as neat as I would like it to be. I probably have five or six bottles of perfume. I'm not really wearing much because I'm not going out. I have makeup brushes. I have a stack of unopened mail. I have a giant selenite crystal, which is a flat thing with a bunch of other crystals on top of it. Um, and then behind me, I have a room divider from the inside that has um, this very traditional scalamandre bird print, uh, which I love. I love it. Um, it's great for zooms and I'll get into zoom design and I'm towards the end of this. So legit, I could just buy this desk is just too big. This mirror is just too big. I could buy a new desk and a new mirror, but I'm not going to because I kind of love this desk. I've had it since before I was married. It was from Crate and Barrel. And it was, if you listen to the first solo episode, it was like, it was Crate and Barrel's like cheapest desk at the time. And it's kind of served me well. I'd like to change out the hardware on it, which is something I'll get around to. It's super traditional. It's dark wood. Um, I don't know. There's something about it that I really like. It's like, um, you know, I just, I just can't quit it. 
Um, but the point of the story is everyone is working with what they have. I'm working with what I have. Um, I know other influencers who have to work on with what they have. And listen, even if you have a separate fancy office, it still doesn't necessarily mean it's a place that's really easy to, to work in. But let me tell you what the essentials are for your home office. A desk. A desk. Number one, a desk. Okay. I'm a big believer if you want to switch spots like working in your kitchen or on your dining table, that's great. But I still think everyone kind of needs an HQ. I like a desk with drawers. Now, listen, there are lots of gorgeous, sleek desks that are just plain on top. They don't have drawers. But I think at this point, again, they're great for design. And depending on your space, you may want to get one. But I think for most people, they're not practical unless you're super minimalist and you just use your laptop and your phone. Um, you're not using paper. You don't have books. You're not using it for anything else. I just think storage is key. That doesn't mean you need like a giant L-shaped desk. I'm just saying get something with a drawer. Also, don't use your desk as a vanity if you don't need to. But that's neither here nor there. I also think you don't need the most expensive desk, but just get something you like. Also, keep in mind when ordering a desk that most need to be assembled, but you can buy ones where you just have to screw on the legs. You don't even need tools. They come in a separate thing and you just, they already have the screws in them and you just literally put it on. It's super easy. Um, in terms of where to get a desk. So I don't recommend going to Staples or some people do this. I can't even believe that people would do this, but people do this like an office max or a, like a place where you buy pads, legal paper is not where you should buy furniture. Okay. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Wayfair has really gorgeous and expensive desks. Actually, they have a desk I like for like 200 bucks that I should just replace my current desk with. But again, for some reason, I just can't quit it. Um, I like West Elm. I like CB2. CB2 is really gorgeous desk. So does Crate and Barrel. Um, and again, if you, the most important thing to do as well is to measure out the space. If you are not good at visualizing, what I recommend doing is actually just taking tape, like masking tape or painter's tape, and then outlining it on the floor so you can really see what the space will be because you want to make sure there's room for a chair um, or any other, you know, accessories you need if you have a separate file cabinet. I don't know who still uses the file cabinet, but I've seen them. People still sell them. They make cute pink ones. One day when I have a separate office, I kind of want one just as an accessory. Okay, so this brings us to probably the second most important thing, which is a chair. Okay, hot take here. Most home office chairs are hideous. Now, I understand they're comfortable, but frankly, like, I don't really give a fuck. Who wants to sit on something ugly all day during a pandemic? I know I don't. And most of us at home don't need to swivel around. You're not talking to your coworkers. Sure, your husband or partner or kids or wife might, like, bother you, but no one needs to swivel. Um, you know, except for on Zoom, you're not talking to your colleagues. Why we need a swivel is beyond me. Now, that being said, if your office space is modern or mid-century modern and you like the swivel, you can buy really pretty modern executive office chairs. I searched specifically for executive office chair. I just did a whole roundup of them for the balance. Um, they have a high back, and I think that 
there are ones that aren't terrible if they look good in your space. Um, to be completely honest, so when I do roundups for the balance, it's a lot of it is stuff that my editor, I choose the products, but my editor often chooses the price range and chooses where they're from. And a lot of it is, I would say, most of it, it's very hard for me as a creator and a writer who's not like, who doesn't have her own blog. Well, I do have a blog, but I don't really do anything with it where, you know, I could just put whatever I wanted, um, where I have to sort of adhere to these, the guidelines of the publications. Um, sometimes I don't like everything I put there, but if you do read my articles, I will say that like, I do try to put as much of my taste into it as possible. And if I had to average it out, I do like 75% of the things that I put in there. And there's nothing wrong with the other things. They just might, might not aesthetically be my taste 100%. But they're nothing that I really think is awful because I don't ever do that. Um, there are other writers that do, but I'm really particular about what I what I choose um, and I think that's also why people follow me and why people trust me. But I do want to put put that out there that like a lot of times, like I think I had to put in that article, you know, because of the way. And listen, I'm not saying anything or revealing anything that other people don't know or that you probably can't figure out if you read a lot of roundups um, or product recommendations. You know, things are also have to do with affiliate links. Um, but anyway, I digress. So if you have a back problem or you need support, you probably want to look for something ergonomic. Herman Miller has really pretty uh, modern and mid-century modern desk chairs. They're more on the masculine side, but I would say like if you really, really have to prioritize comfort and you want to spend money, um, some of them are pricier. I would recommend Herman Miller. Um, Wayfair. I will tell you too, has some really cute options that are inexpensive and trendy. They even have ones with gold swivels, which I happen to think look nicer than a classic silver. Um, and I'll tell you, Pottery Barn Teen has some really stylish desk chairs on swivels. Again, I don't love a swivel, but sometimes those are the most ergonomic choices and nothing is perfect. I mean, I actually loved what they had on pot. I was looking at Pottery Barn Teen yesterday and I almost bought a chair. I might. They have this really cute chair. It's like gold with a bow. And I kind of want to buy it and use it as my desk chair in here because my current desk chair is not in great shape. I know you would think, this is funny because like you would think someone who's into design, who's a design expert, every piece of furniture they have in their house would be impeccable. And I would say most of my furniture is, but the desk chair that I'm using right now, it's really old. Um, in the other apartment, I was using a ghost chair as my desk chair, but all my ghost chairs are currently in the living room. And I love ghost chairs. I love the look. They're gorgeous. I have four of them. I have the clear ones and I have the black ones. Um, but I will say if you use those as a regular desk chair, which my mother does actually, my parents do from their home office, she she's had hers longer than I have, and I think it's a little bit different and a little bit more comfortable. Um, you might want to use it with a pillow if you don't have a great back or you're sitting for hours at a time. That being said, aesthetically, I think there's nothing greater than a ghost chair. Okay, so but my little my secret for getting a comfortable non-swivel 
And usually much better priced office chair is to buy a dining chair, okay? I, I just think they always look so much nicer. They're padded. They're pretty. Also, if you don't plan on working at home forever, you can use them as an accent chair in your living room later, or you can just put them someplace else. Also, sometimes I'll see dining chairs I love, but obviously I'm not going to buy a whole new set of dining chairs. So that's a great way to maybe buy something you wouldn't normally buy. Um... I just think that it's a better, they're also, I feel like because office chairs are utilitarian, I think that they jack up the prices. I have no evidence of that, but I've looked at a lot and that's sort of what I've seen. Um, the other place you can go to is HomeGoods. Um, listen, with HomeGoods, there's never a guarantee of what they have in stock, so keep that in mind. But I was at the one in the Hamptons. And they had some dining chairs there. And you can definitely get something cute and affordable um, that's probably in a better price range. But again, I know not everyone wants to go out and it's very hit or miss. Again, though, certainly worth a try. So something else that we have to talk about is storage. Now, as I say, drawers are better if your job requires paper, if you don't have a ton of space, I also think you can install shelves on your wall. Now listen, if storage is number one and your space level is at about a zero, you might want to go to the container store and consider getting their alpha system. There are these wall brackets. I have it in my closet um, that you can install and you can customize everything with a desktop, drawers, etc. And it's all built into your wall. Um, and they have really nice ones too. You can DIY it. They have ones that can be professionally installed. No, I'm sorry. There's two elf. Th those are different systems. Um, but they do have actually container store has other systems too that are really super stylish um, and must be professionally installed. At the same time, it, it's the same, it's the same kind of deal. Um, but these things can be changed over time. So like with their systems, if you have, I actually tell people who have children to get that for their room because you can just raise and lower the desktop. You just have to move it to a different part of the bracket and it's really easy. As kids get taller, I just think if you're going to stay where you are and you want to get something that will grow with your kid or that will change as your needs do, I highly recommend that. And again, you can customize the whole thing. They also have an online consultation where you can do a Zoom call with a designer and they can help you out and that's free. And I think that that makes a lot of sense. Like if you really need storage, um, the home edit, if you go to their website, the, their kids' playrooms and offices are both um, Clea and I can't remember the other one's name right now. Um, that is also from the container store. And obviously they have a deal with the container store. They have their line at the container store. But I will tell you, I think the Alpha system just makes a lot of sense. Also, a lot of people, especially in New York, um, will install offices in closets. I've even seen big influencers that, for some reason, don't have separate offices do it. Like, I can tell when you've Alphaed your closet into your office. Now, most people can't, but I can. But that'll be between me and you, um, Miss, you know, 250,000 follower um, influencer with a closet as your office. Um, I'm listen, we're all working with what we have. Um, 
Now, if you are not going to build something into your wall, I don't really like the look of having papers out. Um, books look nice if they're styled properly, but I just think that like file, it all kind of looks hideous. I really like storage baskets. I don't, again, I know I just was great about the container store. I don't like the clear plasticky home edit ones. I like something that has a little bit more style. I do think that's cute for kids and it's probably better for kids, even though they get fingerprints on them. Um, one day I'll be a mom and my kids will put fingerprints all over everything and I'll really regret that statement. <laughs> but I think like there's, you can get really nice cardboard ones. You can get nicer plastic ones. Amazon has fabric ones. It really just depends on your taste. Um, Home Goods has really good prices on them, much better than anyone else. But again, um, it's kind of hit or miss. Um, it also just look, makes things look less cluttered. So I really do like to have containers for everything. Um, I should probably install shelves on my own walls. I was going to say, you know what? I'm going to do an Instagram post of my home office and make it look cute so everyone can see it. And then I'll link it in the show notes, even though I'm probably going to put this out today. Um, and I probably won't do this today. But if you're listening to this after it's out, go check my Instagram so you can see my home office. Um, but again, less clutter. Don't put everything on the shelves. Um, and just... You know, you can get creative with it. There's so many cute things. I love things that are cutesy, but like we all know that it's very easy to go overboard with flower prints and colors and, you know, live, laugh, roll yourself down a flight of stairs, all of that. Um, but you can really, you know, pick things, pick things in the same color family and you can create a really cute, cohesive look. Um, lighting. Okay. If a room is dark, it's not going to be great for your mental health, especially during daylight savings time. I hate daylight savings time. I don't know if it's daylight, whatever fallback is, I don't know. I just feel like it's dark all the time. Like, isn't the pandemic hard enough? Does life have to be in a cave? Like, no thank you, sir. No thank you. So if you have the option, if you have choices, I recommend working in a space that's bright. So I just realized that my mic was not plugged in and I was doing it with my computer. My part of this podcast had um, my computer's internal mic. So the sound might have been a little bit off, but I listened to it and it wasn't bad. And I'm not re-recording this. Um, as I said, we're all just working with what we have. How, that should be, I'm actually going to call this episode, Live, Laugh, Throw Yourself Down a Flight of Stairs. But it really should be home offices. Everyone's working with what they have. So lighting. Okay. So if you have the option, work in a bright spot. If you don't get a desk lamp, you can even put a sconce on a wall if you don't want a lot on your desk. They have sconces that you can stick on that have a battery. They're kind of cute ones are like that are a little bit hard to find, but you can find them. But you can also get ones that stick on and also just have the plug running down the wall. Uh, the Novagrads has them. They're, they have some really cute ones. So does Lamps Plus. I actually looked at Target's website and they have them too. Um, if you want something more upscale, uh, Mitzi by Hudson Valley Lighting has great sconces and great lighting. I have a beautiful lamp from there in my living room. Um, and I think it's good. I Listen, I like a hardwired sconce, but not everyone can hardwire, especially if you rent. And if you don't have a lot of space, 
Um, you know, I just, you can get something, it just goes on the wall, you plug it in, you do see the plug. I don't love that look, but I also think it's kind of acceptable. Now I've even seen people that don't rent that have them. And I'm like, why wouldn't you have that hardwired? And then part of me wants to drill their wall, but then I realize I'm not qualified to do that. Speaking of walls. So one of the biggest influencer trends you'll see on Instagram is statement art, live, laugh, throw yourself down a flight of stairs. I'm just going to use that joke over and over. Boss babe, you've got this. Hashtag girl boss. And it's like, you're killing me. Okay. Now, if you look at my Instagram, you'll actually see I have a fair amount of statement art. Um, But it's not all in one place. It's not all on one wall. And it's not super basic. I didn't buy it at TJ fucking Max. Um, So let me also use this as an opportunity to plug my monogrammable art line from Art Trigger. It's super cute canvas prints. There are four of them. It's inspired by the Hamptons. Um, It's definitely a more traditional or contemporary look, although they look cute in modern spaces because they're colorful and whimsical and fun. Art, lowercase a. Um, And you can monogram them, so it's actually unique. Um, And I have the link for it in the show notes. We also have acrylic trays. If you want to do that, and those are also monogrammable, I think that those are so much fun. And I'm not just saying it because I designed it. I've actually been doing prints for years. I've taken pieces of wallpaper and framed them and made them into art. And that was part of the reason why I decided to create the line. And I love monograms. So I thought that that would be really fun too. Um, And so, okay, here's the deal with statement art though. I think one or two pieces is really all you need before it becomes like, you know, the decor department of Ross Dress for Less. Um, Try to keep it classy. Now listen, I love Art Sugar and it's not just because I have a product line there. I just think they have super cute statement art and they have really big pieces too. So you only really need one. If you don't buy my line, I would say buy something else. It's also a small female owned business. And Alex really curates it. She's really picky about what she brings on and who she works with, um, which is why I'm so honored to work with her. But I just want to say too, especially during a time like this, if you can support a small business and her and everything there is pretty affordable, it is a really good thing. People notice it. It really does change lives. Um, I will tell you though, so I'm giving you more than one resource. I do like Society6. Uh, I know a lot of people who have bought things from there. Kenzie Elizabeth, if you listen to her podcast, I love you so much. Um, and she was on the other version, the EverTalk version of Between the Likes. Uh, maybe I'll have her on the show one day too. Maybe I'll have her on again. Um, she, I know she bought art there. I have some other friends who have bought art there. I actually really like what they have. Um, I think they have a lot of great artists on there. The only thing I'll say about it is this, and I have put them in Forbes a million times because I love what they're doing. I love the way they showcase independent artists. The selection is not as well curated as other sites. And it's a little bit hard, even with the filters. Like I've sat there and tried to find things and taken, you know, and it can take like an hour. Um, the way I think the best way to use that site is if you see something you like, look at the individual artist and then buy to make sure that things work. Generally, if you pick from one artist or two artists that have a similar style, um, it's, it just works better. It coordinates better. So that's a good way to take the guesswork out of it. 
Um, oh, and Rifle Paper Company, which I love, love, love Rifle Paper Company. They have prints. They have really pretty flower prints. Um, so you can check there as well. And they're also not too expensive. Again, like this is not art art. This is all decor art. Um, and I think for a home office, if you're just trying to create something cute, you don't need to invest. Like you don't have to buy like a Banksy or like, you know, art, art pieces. You can buy cute prints. You can buy original things. And again, support independent artists, but also yeah, rifle papers, cute society six. Um, Okay. Oh, and Dormify. Dormify also has cute stuff. I know that's like surprising to say, but it's not really dorm-like. Um, okay. So let's talk about the elephant in the room, Zoom. So Zoom has really made us step up our decor games, but I feel like it's a little invasive, no? Okay. So confession. I am like not a big TV news person. I will watch the news, but I can't do it for like seven hours a day the way a lot of people can. Um, and then I sit there and whenever people are Skyped in, which is common now, I'm always judging their homes. Like I feel so judgy. I probably pay more attention to how their home is styled than their actual commentary. And I kind of judge them on that. I will say this. So if you're doing Zoom, just like, because you're a person and it's your job, style a bookshelf. Although then people can see what books you're reading. And what if you're reading, like, I have some old books or I actually recently got rid of a lot of books when we moved, but like I have some old books and I'm like, they were great books at the time. Maybe they didn't age that well. And I'm like, are people judging me on my books? Cause I always judge other people on their books. Um, so I kind of would say this, if you think you're going to be living in Zoomland for a while and you have been, I would invest in a room divider behind you. I just think it looks so clean. It looks so nice. Or, you know, paint the room nicely and don't put much on there where you're zooming. Or I love wallpaper. I'm a big uh, believer in peel and stick wallpaper. I love temp paper specifically. I think their wallpaper is great. I've had it in two apartments and have been very happy. I saw something too really cool with um, decals. Someone did, it was on in a Facebook group and I thought it was so creative. She did gold polka dot decals. Now I'm not good at spacing things out or like like that, like visually, like physically doing things. Um, but maybe it was a pattern, but she had these gold decals on her wall and it was very Kate Spade and very cute. So that's an option too. But like you can do it, but I still think room divider, um, again, mine is from the inside. A lot of companies have them. They don't have to be crazy. I just think it's a good thing to like depersonalize the space for Zoom, but make it look neat and less cluttered. And that way, if your apartment is a mess or your house is a mess, no one is going to judge you. They can't see what's behind you. And it kind of gives you a little bit of privacy. I'll also say lighting is very important too for all of this. Um, good lighting is key. You can use a makeup mirror, um, which is what I do, but it's huge. Or you can buy a ring light for 30 bucks on Amazon or even, I'm not always a big fan of, I bought one on Amazon and I was kind of unhappy with it. Um, Walmart has them too. I can't even believe I'm telling people to buy things from Walmart, but sometimes when Amazon, if something is not going to be delivered fast enough on Amazon, when I was in the Hamptons all summer, I actually like ended up using 
Walmart a few times and not um, not necessarily Amazon Prime because they don't really deliver. You would think that they would deliver to the Hamptons, but things that should take two days take like five days. But Walmart has two days and you don't have to pay for a Prime membership. So you can do that too. That's like a little life hack about walmart.com. Um, but then it's funny because <laughs> I had to return something and actually, because it didn't show up on time. It was supposed to. And we had this like <laughs> this Walmart box on the on the porch. And I'm I'm in a, my in-laws house in the Hamptons, which is like not a mansion, but like a nice house. Uh certainly bigger than my one bedroom apartment. And like this like what is this Walmart box doing here? But it's ki- that's kind of neither here nor there. I mean, listen, I can make fun of Walmart because I occasionally buy things from Walmart. Um, you know, IRL, I'm more of a Target girl, but um, they don't have they don't have Walmart in LA, or maybe they do, but not near me. And there are like a hundred Targets near where I live, and I don't really like shopping at big stores. I'm a big believer in curated, less is more, and I'm aware Target is kind of a big store, but not really. Um, but anyway, that is that is it for offices. Oh, you know, here's one more tip too: kind of make it fun. Buy cute pens. Buy. I don't like pencils. I don't like lead because it gets on your hands and it smears and it gets on things. I feel the same way about newsprint, but pens, I do like pens. Buy cute pens, buy cute notebooks, buy things that are colorful. You know, if you have a home office, you can, and it's a separate space, I would make it fun and bright and maybe even a little bit different than the rest of your home. I'd make it a happy place to go to because we are all feeling so much more stressed about work these days. And if you have a space you like, it does make things a little bit more pleasant, even in a complicated, COVID-ridden, sometimes shitbag of a world. Anyway, that is it. Thank you. Wow, that was 34 minutes. I can't believe I talked about that solo for 34 minutes. My whole thing is everything's going to be like 15 minutes and I just rambled on, but that was kind of fun and I feel refreshed and I kind of needed that. I hope these tips help you. Um, Again, DM me at It's Amanda Lauren on Instagram if you have show ideas because I would love to answer your questions. Um, And again, thank you for listening.